Claire Wood has tread the boards for a long time, a member of amateur dramatic companies. However, her ambition was not so much to see her name up in lights as the star of a show, but to see her ideas performed by actors and watched by an audience. This year, she's decided to turn her dreams into reality with a play she's written called Crackers, and she felt confident enough to book a venue and start putting a production team together. This may be her first play to go on stage during the festival, but it's not the first play she's written. I have experience of writing plays before. I've written various plays over the years, many of which sit unpublished on my hard drive and others of which I feel maybe warrant an audience. So I've written stuff initially for fun, I suppose. I wrote a piece with a local band called The Stantons to mark an album launch of theirs. So that was less political with a little p and more storytelling and enjoyment driven, I suppose. But more recently, I guess as I've got older, doesn't this happen to us all? I've become more interested in the opportunity for changing minds, provoking thought, encouraging people to think differently about subject matters and the opportunity that theatre affords to create that change of mindset or opportunity to reflect and consider how the world is. I think there are so many big questions in the world that it's very easy to sidestep in day-to-day life. We get up, we stumble about in the kitchen, we get ready, maybe we stumble about at work for a bit, maybe we go home, stumble about, go to bed, do it all again. And it doesn't give you much time to sort of sit and stop and reflect. So I think that increasingly in this world, unless you're forced into considering the issues of the day because they bump into your life in some fashion, it's easy to go from one day to the next, not thinking too much about the way the world is. Unless you sit down at something like a theatre and get presented with a way of thinking about something that perhaps you hadn't thought before and take something away from that to perhaps think differently about how you approach a subject matter. So what is the subject matter of this play? (laughs) The subject matter of this play is mental ill health and how we struggle, I think, as a society still to deal with mental ill health in a way that is appropriate and sensible and compassionate. It seems to me that we're very good in society today at reflecting on all sorts of other ways of being different, uh, whether that's sexual identity, gender identity, outlook on life, whatever it happens to be. But we still seem squeamish as a society when it comes to talking about recognising, acknowledging, dealing with mental ill health. And I'm interested in why that's so, and I'm interested in why we can't be better, more creative, more imaginative, more sensible at helping people deal with something very difficult like this and not have as uncomfortable, sometimes really distressing experience as a consequence of that. Now, it's one thing to have written plays and keep them on the hard drive. It's something else to have actually gone out, got yourself a venue and to put something on in the Edinburgh Festival Fringe. That is a big, big step you've taken. I guess it is a big step. I think that plays on a hard drive are fine and well, but on the day that I die, I won't think, God, I'm so proud to have all those plays on my hard drive. I guess I might be a bit happier with myself if I feel I've taken them out, given them an audience, and then the audience can make what they will of them. And at least I'll feel I've tried to make my point. I'm particularly interested with this play in why mental ill health is a difficult topic for people to deal with. And so I'm keen to put the thought in front of them that it is more difficult than it ought to be in the hopes of changing some people's minds and making it an easier, more comfortable, better dealt with topic. So that's why I feel I want to take it to an audience. And in terms of new writing, in terms of theatre, in terms of Edinburgh, 
heavens, what better place is there in the world for new writing in theatre form to be launched to an audience than the Edinburgh Fringe? Now, the person with the mental problem is actually a teenager. And at the moment, we are hearing lots and lots and lots of stories of teenagers with mental health problems. Is that what actually prompted you to focus on this issue? It's one of the things, certainly, just as you say, we constantly in the news are hearing about um, diagnoses rocketing amongst young people, amongst um, suicide rates being higher than they have been historically amongst young people. And I'm interested in drawing attention to this problem that we seem to be not good enough at talking about it, acknowledging it and dealing with it to help these young people feel more supported in these difficult circumstances they find themselves in. But I'm also interested in the collective response of the people around them to the situation and whether you're a young person or whether you're an older person who's experiencing something like depression. It seems to me that it can be an incredibly isolating experience because it's so misunderstood. And so if we can create a forum for discussion around why that is to encourage people to perhaps think a little bit differently and therefore act a little bit differently, then that must be all to the good. So I'm using young people in some degree as a way into the subject matter because it feels like it's something that's topical at the moment, but I'm really keen to make the point that mental ill health is something that affects people across society of all ages, of all backgrounds, and it isn't something that's exclusively the the challenge that young people are dealing with. So there are other characters in the play, young and older, who are experiencing these things, dealing with them in their various different ways, and I'm keen to shed light on that too. Part of the problem is that phrase that you used, dealing with. A lot of people deal with mental health problems and they put up a facade. So you or I maybe don't know that they're going through those and can't actually perhaps empathise with them in the right sort of way. It should be reflected in what I'm doing. Currently it isn't, but we had a read-through of the script last weekend with a bunch of very kind people who consented to come along, read and share their thoughts about it. And one of the points that somebody made really fascinatingly was the idea that you can have a mental health diagnosis and you can get on with life to all intents and purposes perfectly normally, whatever normally constitutes these days. You don't need to disclose and you don't need people to know what's going on behind this facade, as you describe it, David, for you to have a perfectly ordinary to all intents and purposes existence so I I guess what I'm not trying to say with this is everyone that has a mental health problem should disclose it but if you feel that you can get on with life more comfortably by so doing then you ought to be able to feel that you can share it if you want to. Now one of the other characters in the play is himself a doctor. Are you using that as an opportunity to identify a problem within the medical profession about their being able to deal with mental health issues. I am really wary of making a blanket statement about the medical profession because I think that would be ungenerous, unkind, unreflective of the enormous number of people who are brilliant at their jobs and go above and beyond every day to help and support their patients. However, I'm conscious from work that I've done, research that I've done, 
that some in the medical profession, because they're trained to look for and diagnose physical things, can find mental health a trickier proposition because it's not something that you can see, it's not something that you're able to peer at and diagnose. And the manifestations are so varied and different that it's a much tougher proposition than somebody coming in with a finger that's clearly bent the wrong way, for example. So (laughs) I don't wish to cast any sort of slurs on the profession, but I do wonder whether some are giving this subject less time and consideration than it could possibly benefit from getting. Right, let's go back to your objective. And in six months time, you have a venue, you still have a cast to put together. You have an awful lot of work laid out before you, haven't you? I do have a wee bit of work to do, but it's exciting. What One of the things I love about doing this is the process that you go through from taking a bunch of words on a hard drive to being a bunch of people walking around um, speaking words to an audience sitting in the dark as they're at the front in the light. I think it's a miracle each and every time a, a show comes together. I'm going to have auditions at the end of March. Uh, so if you're interested in being involved in a play that encourages people to think about how we deal as a society with mental ill health, please get in touch and come and audition at the end of March for me. That would be awesome. And the rest of it, I'm working with a really brilliant team of people. I've got a fellow director. I've got a lady who's thinking about the design and the creative look and feel of the piece. So we are going to get our skates on and pull all of these things together so we have something that looks nice and is ready to show to our audience when it comes to August. Crackers will run at the Quaker Meeting House, just off the Royal Mile, from the 17th to the 29th of August. Tickets will be available when the Fringe programme is launched next month.